Welcome to the Winx Forever podcast. Join creator, host, and lifelong Winx fan, Lola Valentine, as she invites you to take a deep dive into the very cool universe of Winx Club. So, whether you've been a Winx fan since 2004, or you vaguely remember this show from your childhood, or even if you're being introduced to it for the first time, welcome. This is the Winx Forever podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Wings Forever podcast. I am your host, Jake, aka Cuba016. Wait, something's not right. Oh, you expected Lola. Well, she couldn't host this week, so she asked me to fill in instead. Just joking. Since this episode is a special one, we are switching things up. Lola will be a guest star today. Thanks for coming, Lola. Thank you, Jake, for putting all of this together. I never thought that I'd be on this side of the mic being interviewed by, you know, my, one of my guests. So I am very excited, but also kind of nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous as well. <laughs> first thing first, congratulations. 50 episodes? That's an achievement. How do you feel about it? Honestly, I can't believe that we're here already. Like... I didn't know when I started the podcast, um, honestly, like how far I would get. So to see it come to 50 episodes, I'm really, really proud and thankful for friends like you and the Winx Club fandom for coming along on this magical adventure with me. Pun intended. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> so this is a special episode to celebrate your success as a fairy of podcasts. So I prepared a couple of surprises for you along the way. So be prepared. The episode will be divided into three sections, past, present, and future, where we will get to know more about you and your plans. But before that, let's start hot with a session of rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Let's do it. <laughs> now you will see how it is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's start. Favorite Wings Cup member? Stella, obviously. That was easy. <laughs> Favorite season? Season two. That's interesting. Favorite specialist or May Warrior? Riven. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I I love that little broody boy. I love him so much. <laughs> well, don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Favorite movie? The only one. Secret of Lost Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Favorite transformation? I know it's basic, but Enchantix. Well, it's it's not basic. It's, it's, it's the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Favorite romantic relationship in the series? Helia and Flora, because they're just so sweet, and I love them so much. Yeah, they are so unproblematic. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right until the pink-haired uh, lady comes along. We don't talk about her. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite villain of the Wings Cup series? Okay, so it's Icy, but shortly followed by Darkar. Like, I, oof, like both of them together. Like, I just, I love them. Ah, Darkar. <laughs> I don't think yeah. that Darkar is a popular one in this question, don't you think? Like, yeah, I, I don't think yeah. that I've ever heard Darkar. Well, actually, <laughs> did I think that Anthony Salerno said that Darkar was his favorite villain? And the last one? 
favorite podcast episode you recorded. Oh, Jake, you're really going to do this to me. <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to have to say my episode with Karen Tackett and the four uh, kids yeah, classic. Uh, voice actress for Stella. Like that was just such a special episode for me to record because as I mentioned, Stella is my favorite and yeah. have, like meeting virtually the voice actress for my favorite version of Stella. Like that was just magical. Yeah, I assume. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I agree. This would be my favorite as well. I still remember how stressful it was for me when you invited me for the first time. How was it for you? Uh, being on the side of the rapid fire round, I'm, I have to say it was definitely harder than I thought. It was harder to like <sighs> keep it like concise and like quick, you know? Yeah, well, <laughs> it wasn't so quick. Like I, I planned it to be a bit more quick, but then again, I, I wanted to add my opinion as well. So <laughs> Right, yeah, exactly. It's hard, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, so let's take a quick break for a sip of magical champagne and we'll be back for part one. You're listening to the Winx Forever Podcast. Hey fairy friends, Lola Valentine here. In case you missed it, this year, the Winx Forever Podcast launched our very own Discord community. Discord has been a great place to connect with so many wonderful Winxers from around the world to talk about our favorite fairies. I wanted to try and recreate the magic of the original Winx Club Online English forums from the old WinxClub.com website. So we've got forums where you can post your own topics and respond to others' posts in every Winx topic imaginable. Click the invite link in the description below to join the Winx Forever podcast Discord community. And remember, the magic's in you. Welcome to the past. In this segment, we will use Faragonda's enchanted glass ball to see the magical life of little Lola as a Wings fan. I'm sure our listeners are dying to hear more about how it started for you. You briefly mentioned bits and bobs in some of the episodes, but let's put the puzzle together. Where's the beginning of your love for the show? Oh my goodness. Um, would you believe that the first ever glimpse of anything Winks that I ever saw was in this full page magazine advertisement at my dentist office? <laughs> go to the dentist, kids. <laughs> go to the dentist, kids. You never know what you'll find at the yeah. dentist office. Um, <laughs> it was this full ad, full page ad in this magazine um, at my you know, children's dentist office. I was nine years old. Um, the colors on the page just jumped out and yeah. it was an advertisement. Um, I believe it had Flora Bloom and Stella, the, the Holy Trinity on the, <laughs> on the front, <laughs> obviously. And um, it was an advertisement of it, um, like premiering, like, like catch the premiere on the Fox box. And uh, the Fox Box was a special cartoon block Aww. on Saturday mornings, um, and that would later be obviously rebranded to 4Kids TV, which is the production company that dubbed the American English dub. But um, 
So yeah, so it would it would air the the Fox Box slash Four Kids TV would air um, a bunch of Four Kids Entertainment dubs of animes and other cartoons like Yu Gi Oh and Sonic X and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Pokemon, uh, the classics, like, the classics exactly. <laughs> um, later on, it would also have other like girl power shows like Mew Mew Power, Magical wow. Me, Bratz. Uh, it was. You know, it was it was a whole it was a whole great time. Everything was there. Um, <laughs> everything was there, basically. Yeah, every Saturday morning. Um, but their first IP that was like centered around girl power was Winx Club. You know, um, it was the Winx Club series. So, this cartoon block on Saturday mornings was a staple for my younger brother and I. Uh, especially when like you know there were times growing up where we didn't have uh cable so saturday mornings was like really the only time that we could access cartoons like this Ugh. um it, it was it was such a magical time like every morning every saturday morning getting up to watch our favorite cartoons together and it's just so special um Aww. and it must have been very short very shortly after that dentist trip that i you know tuned into the fox box to watch wings club um and my very first episode uh -huh. was as you know um the black mud swamp episode your favorite episode yeah <laughs> yeah the favorite <laughs> um so if we do some quick math um yeah. we know that june 19th 2004 was the first time that wings club ever aired in america so um if my first episode was uh wings club season one episode four then that means that July 10th, 2004, <gasps> was my first time ever watching a Winx Club episode. If you deduct, you, you know, like... You can have your own anniversary for Winx Isn't Club. Isn't that so fun? <laughs> That's so iconic. I think, oh. I mean, like, oh, I wish I could, like, count it like this. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just so easy because, you know, in America, Wings Club aired one episode at a time, one uh, week yeah. at a time. So it was, you know, very easy for me to be like, well, they aired the first episode on the 19th of June. So, yeah, of course, like I can just count four weeks later. That's where I was. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, the, the, uh, it, it was it was frustrating, you know, back in the day because you yeah. would only get one episode at a time. But, you know, and, and also like looking back at it now as a marketer myself, mm -hmm. what a great advertising campaign that was for 4Kids TV to like have just like this integrated marketing plan of like advertising was everywhere. Even these magazines in this like children's dentist office, you know, like. That's pretty incredible. That yeah, and that's pretty you know, big, actually. Right? Yeah, like their their marketing team, like top match. They like hats off to them. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Okay, Lola. So, what really made you fall in love with Wings Club? Was it the dentist? <laughs> <laughs> totally, dentist office done. Did you get you the the laugh the laugh gas? How was it called? <laughs> It was the laugh gas at the dentist for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, um, I fell in love with. I mean, honestly, the characters and story of of season one. Um, I mean, they had me hooked from the get go. I've always loved 
fantasy stories. I've always been yeah. huge into like the early Barbie movies, um, Lord, the Lord of the Rings franchise, the Narnia franchise, um, My Little Pony, Neopets, like anything magical and like wizards and good versus evil. Like I am here for it. <laughs> so it yeah. had all of that, you know? And uh, for me, Wings Club was also this very unique thing different than anything that i'd ever seen before on television or cartoons that were like you know targeted towards my age demographic um it was very lively and bright and exciting and i loved that all of the girls looked so different from each other um their friend group looked a lot like my friend group you know and so it was really nice to see that and seeing you know especially like um latina and Asian representation in Flora and Misa, like that was really important, like, you know, to little Lola, um, I think. And so, but obviously it was, it's really easy now to point to those things as an adult and realize how important they are to me. But I think that as I reflect on it, um, it was just very fun to watch, you know, it was just, you know, also this very in america very hard to access show you know it was one of those things like if you know you know <laughs> you uh, know and so is exclusivity a, you, yeah yes like you had to be in the right place at the right time to catch the show and uh, be you know that that place was saturday mornings uh, at 7 a.m for a long time <laughs> yeah. you know like oh uh, it was a lot of early saturday mornings so yeah were there any reruns later on? Like there, there were. So, uh -huh. um, yeah, they they would eventually change up the the time slots, and it would be a little more accessible, not so early in the morning. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, so um, it took about a um, it took about by like January they were running reruns of of season one. All right. Okay. You know? so and was... then. And then yeah, so until so from around like February until September, they ran reruns of season one, and then season two premiered in uh, September of two thousand five. Oh, nice! Yeah. The good times. <laughs> the good so times. you said that the Wings resembled your your group of friends. Were mm -hmm. your friends as invested as you back then? Um, so not not entirely. Um, uh -huh. I. Growing up is hard, as as you know. Um, there, yeah, I there... have some experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. Yes, and so so growing up, um, you know, I had this you know tight knit group of friends in elementary school that um, we kind of like started to like drift apart. But I had this best friend um, that did share this love of Winks with me. I mean, Winks Club was our everything it was we would you know go over to each other's house to watch wings club together every saturday morning and if we weren't at each other's house we were calling each other making sure that are you up you know like yes i'm up are you watching like yes i'm watching and then we'd you know hang up watch the episode and then we would call each other again after the episode was over and we're like what do you think about this oh yeah i saw you know like what do you it was it was so fun discussing that with you know my best friend like we'd been we'd known each other since we were like five you know and so uh -huh. like being able to discuss um the show together and just like really invest in it and, and love it so much i mean it meant the world to us um and it was and it was so sweet um but yeah she was she was my best friend in elementary school through like middle school uh -huh. um 
Yeah. Unfortunately, really nice. yeah, as, as time went on, she ended up going to a different school and we kind of drifted apart. And so did her like love of winks. Um, and it was a like really hard time for me because, you know, my best friend of seven years was no longer like with me. And also, you know, then I didn't really have a winks community at that point because the only winks community I had was, you know, and my best friend. Um, and then that is when I kind of like dove into the winks club forums, um, first on the four kids.tv website, because they had a section on their website that you could discuss their shows with. And so, um, that was cool. And then obviously, you know, eventually in yeah. the English forums on the winks club website. So yeah, that was my winks community though. That's nice. And what is your most cherished memory of that magic time as little Lola, fan of a oh. fairy show? Oh my goodness. I have so many fun memories um, growing up with Wings Club in America. Like the summer of 2005, um, in between, you know, those reruns of, of season one leading up to the premiere of season two, I remember uh, my mom taking me and, and my best friend at the time to the toy store toys r us and um my best friend got the first four kids um magazine with uh the little like pink purse that came with it and i ended up getting the first like collectible like 10 of the um magical trading card game oh and, the green one yeah the green one <laughs> and oh my goodness it was just it was just such a magical time. We spent that summer drawing pictures of our favorite fairies together, playing with our Winx Club dolls outside, taking them on adventures through Black Mud Swamp, of course. Uh. And, <laughs> you know, like it was just like it's so like instilled in me like that summer. But like just, you know, memories like that of like getting to experience it with with her and and together was was really magical. I mean, those moments, I think. I will always hold on to as little Lola when winks meant the world to me and and my world was you know very very simple and, and safe um you know nothing really else mattered except discussing our favorite fairy show with my best friend in the whole world and it was it was so magical that's so cool <laughs> oh i love that yeah okay so this is the first magical surprise are you ready i am so excited <laughs> All right, are you ready? Yes. For the first surprise. Hi, Lola. Or the way we used to say here in Greece, Yasu Lola. I'm so excited that Cuba asked me to join this. And without any further ado, I want to ask you which wing superpower or what kind of any superpower would choose for your wing sona? I'd love to hear that from you. Many kisses from Greece. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye. <laughs> Dora, I'm crying. <laughs> that was so great. Oh my god. I hope that those are tears of joy. Oh, they are. They are definitely tears of joy. Oh, what a fun time. Oh, okay, I should have me... you. I should have give you some heads up to bring some tissues. <laughs> I know. I've got some Wings Club themed tissues like back there that I need to crack open for this episode. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, how fun. Oh my god. Um, wow, what was the question? 
It was what superpower okay. I would have. Which Wink's superpower of what yeah. or what kind of any superpower would you choose for your Wink Sona? Man, I don't I think that it might be techna adjacent just because like I I love creating con like digital content. Mm -hmm. I think that being able to like craft something like just with my mind instead of like having to like physically like you know to spend the time yeah. to do it like being able to like i don't know wh what kind of power you would like call that i don't know conjuring media conjuring i don't know um but yeah i think, I think that so. that would it would make my life a lot easier if i could just like think it and then it be made you know <laughs> like if i could just think like how to edit this and then it's edited that would be great <laughs> Imagine the worst. <laughs> yeah, so, so life would be so simple. <laughs> life would be a dream. <laughs> okay, and I have one one other question. Hello, everyone. It's Josh from the Winx Chronicles, and congratulations on fifty episodes of the Winx Forever podcast, Lola. Now I am here to ask you a question. We know that the Winx fandom is small but mighty, but if you could share one lesson that you learned from the Winx Club to the whole world, something that you think everybody should hear, what would that lesson or message be? Thank you so much for inviting me on to ask this question, Cuba, and congratulations, Lola. Lots of love to both of you from the UK. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, how fun. Oh. What would I? Oh, thank you, Josh, for your question. This is amazing. I'm crying. Oh, man. I think that it would be that we're just stronger together. Um, you know, like, I feel like any time that the winks are divided in some way that, you know, they they become unstoppable when they either, like, power converge or even in, you know, any of the episodes where the witches and the winks team up, you know, like, I think that that <sighs> is really powerful. Like, I mean, even going through the season one rewatch, being able to see, like, you know, individually every school fell, but then once they teamed up together, it was when they were able to, like, you know, conquer evil. So I think that that would be, like, we're just stronger together. And, um, yeah, just be there for each other and and don't be afraid to be your authentic self because the people that matter, you know, will be there for you. Oh, that's a very good lesson, I think. I would pick something something similar for, for sure because <laughs> I think that the show is like made of this idea. Yeah. In a way. <clears throat> yeah, and and even like going back to like the the Winx community, I think that enjoying winks by yourself is fine and and magical and you do that but like i think that the magic really is when we all come together and and we get to share our different personal experiences with you know our show that we all love so much i think that that is i think that that's truly special yeah it is for sure yeah. and you mentioned the, the 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 community we know that at one point of little lola's life the winks english forum magazine happened Yes. Side note for our younger <laughs> listeners, back in the days before social media times and limitless connection, we had this online space for fairies and specialists called Wings Club Website Forum. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. I'm not sure about you, but for me, it was the first ever channel of contact with other Winxers back in the era. How did it affect your story as a fan? Oh my gosh. Well, as I, you know, mentioned previously, I was pretty much alone in my love of Winx after my friend had kind of grown out of it and we had grown apart. So then to make things worse, um, the four kids TV website forums were also shutting down. So <gasps> I know it was just tragic. The horror. <laughs> the horror. Um, but then uh, that is when about the time like I found the Winx Club official website and uh, their English forums. And <sighs> I was so, so happy. I remember um, so vividly my dad telling me when I like when I would ask permission to get on the family computer to go check my threads <laughs> on the forums, you know, obviously. <laughs> obviously um i remember so vividly him saying you know oh that's great now you can talk about winx club with other people again and it was just like it was very it was very sweet and i was just, like they understood how much it meant to me that i had this online community and i think that that was very rare for like you know early 2000s yeah. parents, maybe um so that was really cool and um it was it was really cool for me the like experiencing the because it was a uk english forum it wasn't it wasn't an american english forum so there were people from all over the uk and in, in this english forum as yeah. as you remember because you yeah, were there <laughs> and so yeah. um it was a really cool time for me because i got to learn about a whole new side of winx club as an american fan that i had never even known existed before um, you know, being being on the Winx Club English forums really opened up like my world of Winx, so to say. Um, and it it really because because, you know, from there I learned that one like Winx Club wasn't getting canceled because that was like kind of the language that they used in the end of the, you know, four kids era of like, you know, the C the series finale is what they called the finale of season three. And I was like, this can't be true. And, you know, to my delight, it wasn't. So it was just really cool because it was like this new era of Winx Club for me. Um, so getting to know about that and also getting to learn more and more about Winx Club uh, made me want to share my findings of, you know, like the latest Winx Club news with my friends in the forum, um, thus creating my own news thread titled the Winx Forever News thread. Ah, that's <laughs> yeah. where the name came from. Yes, that's exactly what where the name came from um, was. Yeah, that's that's what Winx Forever podcast stems from was my old Winx Club news thread in the forums back in the day. Um, yeah. So when I rejoined the fandom um, and, you know, I think I even still had like the Winx Forever news like handles on all of my social media profiles. Um, so I had to make that decision of like, you know, to change them over to Winx Forever podcast. Uh, what a time. <laughs> anyways Aww. um but that is where i met also uh blossom who i became quick friends with in the forum and she started writing with me in my news thread and we even created like a news fan website and you know we wrote together um anyway so and then that's when uh blossom and i submitted an article to the english forum magazine to be considered to be a part of the writing staff um and I believe the article that we submitted, um, it was technically like a public forum or a public corner article um, where we interviewed uh, some of the Nickelodeon uh, voice actors and yeah. included 
Molly I Quinn. Remember. Yeah, Ro Romy Dames and Ariana Grande. <laughs> Yes, that Ariana Grande. Um, but the word is it was, so small. It's so small. It's so tiny. Um, so yeah, so it was just a little write up that we did, and it was it was such a fun time. I I think that yeah, the the my Winks world really yeah just opened up in the forums. Yeah, I still remember the forum like vividly, and the the, the forum magazine as well. Like I mm -hmm. think that I I met there quite some people, and they there was like the the person from India, you, yes. Lars, and like it wasn't really like British only. It was right. like worldwide. Mm -hmm. Everyone who knew English could just <laughs> join, and it was like everyone yeah. yeah english forum magazine by any chance did it push you to pursue your current career or is it something is it just a co coincidence oh no it most definitely did it was so much fun learning um back then how to collaborate virtually when in 2009 2010 that wasn't really like even a thing yet you know like yeah. no one was working like virtually like yeah. we were. remote work what was that what was that exactly and so you know it wasn't really a thing at all and so we all worked so effortlessly together to create those issues every month and i totally attribute that time you know i had creating my own winks content you know for the magazine or for winks forever news um to being, you know, the major catalyst for helping me discover my true passions for writing and digital content creation. Aww. Yeah. I'm so happy we could get to know you more in this episode, especially on such an occasion. Um, also, while we are at it, uh, I call dips on hosting the 100th episode. <laughs> I have great references. You can call Lola. <laughs> You've got it. You're in. <laughs> ah, awesome. Everyone who listens to this episode, listen to that and take a note. <laughs> like, we'll meet again in 50 episodes. Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, let's take a short break before we come back for part two, which is revolving around the present. Estás escuchando el Wings Forever podcast. Si estás disfrutando el Wings Forever podcast, recuerda seguirnos en redes sociales en cualquiera de tus plataformas de streaming favoritas para ser notificado de nuevos episodios. Welcome back. We are here today to celebrate 50 episodes of the Wings Forever podcast. My name is Jake, aka Cuba016, and we have an extra special fairy friend guest today, Lola, host and producer of this amazing podcast about fairies. How do you feel, Lola? I'm feeling great. I, this is so much fun. <laughs> this is the first time you can just like, yeah, you can just take I a breath. Have... Yeah. <laughs> I should outsource the hosting more often. <laughs> you know where to find me. <laughs> okay, as mentioned, this part of the episode is called Present, and we will be talking all about now. Let's talk about podcasting. I believe that is quite a piece of work to put the whole episode together by one person. Do you often use magic or make it to make it easier? <laughs> or what is the process behind the scenes? Tell us a bit more. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of magic um, and blood, sweat and tears. Uh, mostly blood and tears. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm I'm joking. No, uh, but for real, it does take a lot to produce like just one single episode, especially being a one fairy show. Um, <laughs> from the scripting to recording to editing, that's that should be your catchphrase. <laughs> I'm a one, one fairy, fairy show. show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yeah, like you know, it it's all a lot for for one person um even for you know the fairy of media um <laughs> but what but you no know, earlier you said fairy podcasting that's fun i yeah. like that <laughs> um but you know it, and that's not even getting into like scheduling stuff with my winks forever friends who all live across the world like you know it's it's always a pleasure to get to connect with them, obviously, but like, you know, time zones and figuring out when's best to record, like that's even a beast in and of itself. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I'll walk through the process a little bit. So like I mentioned, um, it, I'll start uh, with an episode that I want to record, like the topic, you know, and for instance, um, let let's use let's, let's use a rewatch podcast episode for for an example. With these rewatch episodes, I've been watching two different versions of the same episode, so that's like a forty five minutes to an hour. I'm watching you know the Cinelum English dub and then comparing it to what I grew up with the the four kids dub, um, and then. I'll take the general outline um, that is on Winx Club Wiki for, you know, just that episode. And then I will add my commentary to that outline. And then I'll use that as, you know, a draft of the episode. Um, but then I'll go back and I'll add in drafts of like additional parts of the script, such as like the intro, the outro, and like the Winx Forever moment and things like that. Like, just like, adding in the different like things to help me guide my conversation along and then it's recording time um if i'm recording a solo episode it's a little bit faster but only because like you know when i'm recording with friends i build in time nobody's like batting like, <laughs> in well no 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 not even that i just i when i'm recording with friends like with you like i will build yeah. an extra time for myself so that i can just catch up with you guys because yeah. you know we are real life friends and so like i just like to hear about what's going on in you know their lives and stuff so yeah, of course I'll build that in too to make sure that you know we get that connection as well as get to talk about our fairies um but uh yeah and so you know i'll build that you know time in to catch up with them off mic and then that's always a blast then from there after it's recorded we get into you know the editing of the show so that you know we edit the show down to get this polished version that you're listening yeah. to on streaming platforms and then creating social content that i use to promote the show on social media i feel like i've finally gotten into like this nice creative flow for cranking out these episodes um but even still it's it's pretty time consuming <laughs> once you add yeah. it all up how much hours would you say a single episode <sighs> takes i mean this so so to get like like an hour long episode you have to record about two hours worth of content and then it gets edited down to one hour and then um editing takes i mean you have to listen to the whole two hour episode. So that's about four or five hours then. And then, um, yeah. And then content is pretty easy. So that's about like an hour. So I'd say like anywhere from like six to 10 hours for one episode. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you, you do a great job on that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I would also think it's important to mention that your podcast plays a big role in the fandom. 
like oh. keeping interest in the franchise, especially now as we as we lost Fate doing Saga, yeah. and of course there's a lot of things planned to enchant the fans with mm-hmm. new reboot series of Wings, which is postponed and postponed and postponed <laughs> and postponed. You can just like put it into loop, uh, and also Fate comics that I'm mm-hmm. super excited about. So excited and like for I'm those. fingers crossed, I'm waiting for those. Yes, <laughs> and the possible new live-action cinematic production that is yeah. being shopped. Mm. But at the very moment, there is a huge time gap that I feel mm. like we as creators need to fill in with our ideas, like just to keep the fire alive. Is it something that sparked the idea of creating the show? Um, you know, I get this question a lot about you know why I started the podcast. Um, and yeah, that I feel like that is a huge part of it. So after the forum days, um, I focused a lot of my time um, on school. Um, I was in college at that point, um, and I was definitely, you know, less active in the Winx Club online community. But I was still consuming, obviously, all of this wonderful content that the fandom is so good at creating. But even, you know, getting to reconnect with you was really special because I didn't know if I'd ever get the chance to talk to anyone from the English forum days, you know, ever again in my life. Like when when the forum shut down, I, you know, pretty much lost contact with a lot of Winxers because that was my online Winx community, you know? So to see that you were still active and creating wonderful art in the fandom and then you know, to see other Winx projects like Almost Magical and Chronicles of Magics, you know, that those really captured my heart and honestly my my love for Winx again because it inspired me to do something as well. You know, I just I just didn't know what that looked like at the time. I knew that like I had all this like inspiration and all of this um Winx, you know, inspiration. Yeah. And, and I just didn't know what I wanted to do with it at the time. So, um, and I had this idea in my head for about a year, I think, from like 2019 to 2020. <laughs> um, and Dawn from Almost Magical <laughs> can tell you the times that I would be like, so I have this idea, you know, and just like running these ideas past her. And, you know, I'm not I'm, and I'm not really sure if it's, you know, going to be good or not or, you know, but just to hear her encouragement, you know, really meant a lot to me because she is just such an amazing creative and um, and getting to just have that like feedback from an amazing Winxer, an amazing creative person. Um, that was really special. But I still had this idea and I had and I still had this like imposter syndrome about starting something like a podcast because one, I'd never podcasted before. I had done YouTube, YouTube was like my thing. Like I loved making videos with my friends growing up and and stuff. So, but like I I wanted to push myself creatively, and I was like, well, how do I do that? Well, podcasts are, are pretty popular, and no one, I and mean, I didn't see really anyone doing a podcast in the Winx space. But I still didn't know like if I could do it. You know, um, I didn't know if anyone would listen to it. All I knew is that I wanted to create something with my passion for Winx Club, you know, after all of these years. And for me, I guess it it came to the point where it really didn't matter to me if anyone listened to it. Like, but by the time that I like got the courage enough to like create it, I decided this project was for me, you know, that it meant a lot to me and that more importantly, like it meant a lot to little Lola and making oh. little Lola proud was something, you know, that is a huge accomplishment. I feel like for me, <laughs> I think yeah. it's like very important, like to make your inner child proud of you because mm-hmm. 
the children are so pure and mm-hmm. like light-hearted and they are you know yeah yeah. Aww. yeah yeah and so like i feel like yeah i feel like little lola would be proud but um but this is so this is so funny um so so i came to that decision right like i was doing it i'm gonna do this podcast i'm gonna do it for me it's gonna be so fun you know but i decided that you know if i was gonna create this thing i wanted it done my way and and i wasn't going to half-ass anything um and so that being said i really really wanted to have legal access to use a this song from big wild who you know is an artist that i discovered through the actors of faith the wink saga um which you know even the existence of faith the wink saga was also in and of itself another big catalyst for the podcast for me because um this resurgence of winks suddenly in the mainstream media was really cool to see and something that I think, you know, I even say in one of my first episodes that no matter how you feel about Faith the Wink Saga, like you can't deny that it did like spark this like re-energized like life into the fandom. Um, That's true. And, you know, and so I was like, if I'm going to do it, like this is the time to do it. <laughs> so back to the big wild song. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I needed, I needed access to the song and like, this was kind of like my last, like, okay, if I get this, like, I'm doing the podcast. Um, so I just randomly out of the blue messaged Jackson, who is big wild. And I okay. messaged him on Instagram, slid into his DMs and was like, hey, you know, could I use this song for my passion project? And oh, my God, <laughs> like a week later, he replied. He replied wow. and he was so kind to respond and give me the contact of his manager who like okayed the use of okay. his song for my passion project um and it was like just as long as like you know i didn't run ads on the podcast that i could continue to use his song for free for the theme of the winks forever podcast Aww. Um, so that like huge shout out to Big Wild for coming through with that because I feel like that was like truly like my final like sign or like my green light to start the podcast. And honestly, like that's how I've always wanted it to, you know, I'm not like and I'm not creating this podcast to make money clearly. Um, but I was uh, like, you know, I've never I've never wanted it to feel that way. You know, I, I never I feel like it's very important for me from the start to like iterate like this is indeed a passion project and as soon as it isn't fun anymore as soon as like you know it feels more like a job um then I'll have to you know retire it because I yeah. never want it to feel like like that for me or or my audience but you know until then I'm having a blast <laughs> We hope it's like super long. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep keep making it fun. (laughs) Yeah, keep making it fun. And Rainbow, keep making more seasons, like reasonable ones. (laughs) So I can can do a podcast about it. Oh, I've already got so much content over the past almost 20 years of Winks. Like, I don't think that, I think that I have enough content for a while. (laughs) Well, yeah, you have at least seven more seasons of Winks rewatches. Plus two Jeez. seasons of Wings, World of Wings rewatches. Plus yep. seasons of Fate the Wings Saga rewatches. So you're you're with us up until uh, your retirement, like the, the yep. real retirement. I, I know, think. I'm going to be 80 years old. <laughs> Imagine. I can't. Fairy <laughs> of Jelly. Jeez. <laughs> That'll be nice. Oh, I'm crying. All right, I think... This is the moment for the second batch of Magical Surprise. Oh my god! We have some more friends 
that send us questions. So let's hear another one. Hey, Lola, it's Winro. My question to you is, which Winx member or which from the tricks would you interview? Ooh. Okay, wow. Shout out Winro. Ah, I love this so much, Jake. You really like got some good deep cuts. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Wow. How fun. Um, who would I interview of the Winks or the Tricks? <gasps> I think that it would be so fun. I mean, it would be so fun to interview the Tricks. Like, it would be so fun to interview, like, Icy or, or you know, or even Stormy because I think she's hilarious. <gasps> yeah, like, she, she it, would be all over the place. <laughs> yes, but I think that it would be fun to interview them, like, to ask, like, just, like, what happened? Like, where did you go wrong? Like, how did you, you had the power of the dragon fire. How, like, what happened? Like, ego get in the way. Like, you know, I would just love to hear their side of it. Like, oh, like, like that meddling fairy bloom. Like, no, 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 no. At this point, it's not bloom's fault. It's, you fumbled the bag. What happened? You know, well, like, yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear it from, from their perspective. <laughs> yeah, what a but good after question. like, a couple of seasons, like a couple oh, of seasons yeah. later, when they are just like, you know, tried with uh, Valtor and then right. with right. else. It's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like two, yeah. What a fun question. Wow. Thanks, Monroe. I, I love that. Okay. We have one more for this one. Let me just play it. Hi, Lola. Congratulations on 50 episodes. You're doing amazing. And I'm happy I got to be part of the podcast. I do have a question. Do you have any more voice actor interviews in the works right now or anybody else who's worked on the show? Was that and Chloe? This was Chloe. Okay. Closet Chloe cosplay. <gasps> the, today's her birthday. <laughs> well, Happy as, birthday. As we it. Happy birthday, Chloe. <laughs> Thank you, Chloe, for your question. Um, okay, so um, lined up for for the podcast. As you know, I like to kind of like keep things a little under wraps as, as they get announced. But I can say that um, obviously we just wrapped up season one of uh, our rewatch episodes. And in season two, there's a very beloved fairy that joins the crew. Um, so I might or might not have some special guests to introduce us to said fairy that I'm very excited about. So you'll have to stay tuned. <laughs> that was a great advertisement. Thank you. <laughs> I have one more question. This time okay. from Dawn from Chocolate Smoothie, who wasn't really able to send her audio, but I have yeah. her question written down. Okay. So the question from Dawn of Almost Magical is, how do you strike a balance between your day-to-day -day job, your personal life, and working consistently on your podcast? Oh, dear God. Um, <laughs> Dawn, thanks for your question. Love you so much. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I, that's a, that's a great question and something that I think a lot of, I mean, honestly, a lot of creatives struggle with, um, but <sighs> truly one, like surrounding yourself with like good, good friends and good people that will help you like stay away from the edge. You know what I mean? Like they, they, yeah. they're, they're the ones that like kind of keep you grounded and keep you like <laughs> safe, I guess from, from yourself. Um, because if it were up to me, I would like, I would produce content 
like 24 seven. Like I, I, it's, it's a lot of fun for me. It's also a coping mechanism, but we'll get into that later. Um, but it's also like, it's just, it is that balance of, of, you know, like looking at realistically when you can get things done. Um, for me, I think that, um, that's why it's really important to not be hard on your, on myself when I take like unexpected hiatuses or, you know, just a break in the middle of a season. Like I need that time to recoup. I need that time to be around family and friends in real life. You know, like it's, it's so important because it's like, it's never like a, you know, like goodbye forever. It's a goodbye for now <laughs> because yeah. it, it helps you, it helps you just stay balanced and, and honestly it rejuvenates like your creativity, even like when you step away from it for a minute, you know, if you, it's like painting, if you look at a painting for too long or a drawing for too long, you're like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Uh, you step definitely. away from it. You come back and you're like, this actually isn't terrible, you know, like, and then, you know, it's just this, like this fresh pair of eyes that, you know, you're able to, apply to your craft and so i think that that really helps me like you know balance real i mean because work is always going to be there like you have to oh, do like yeah. real life work you know that's what helps me keep wings forever podcast free you know <laughs> like is my my daily job um but then you know just and then you know family stuff for me always comes first above you know recording and above like you know doing anything with the podcast or creating stuff for my passion project so um, I think just like prioritizing what means the most oh, yeah. to you, you know, and, and the thing is like the, the people that, um, are tracking your deadlines are you, you know, you're making your own deadlines for yourself. No one else really, I, I want to say no true. one cares, no one, ca but like, but like truly like no one cares for the amount of you that you do because it's your project, you know? And so I think just having grace with yourself and being kind to yourself in those moments um is key to to keeping that balance yeah i think it's actually very universal universal mm -hmm. thing to say so i think that most of our listeners can take it as a lesson yeah to what they do as their passion mm -hmm. just to keep the fire alive yeah to like, keep the balance of things because Absolutely. if you're using your creativity like to the excess it will burn out sooner than later so yes, yeah absolutely. keep the balance i'm anthony salerno the voice director of the four kids dub of the winx club and you are listening to the winx forever podcast If you've wanted to be on the Winx Forever podcast, well, now you can. All you have to do is visit speakpipe.com forward slash Winx Forever podcast, and you can leave me a 30 second to one minute voicemail with a question for me to answer on the show. Be sure to include your name and where you're from, and I might answer your question on the next episode of the Winx Forever podcast. Being a podcaster, what would you say are the best things about the job, the oh. the project of love? Yes, um, I think that the best thing about being a podcaster is one: if you want to, you can record in your pajamas. If you're not recording a video with it, <laughs> well, <laughs> which yeah. is nice. <laughs> but no, on a serious note, um, uh, I think it's so awesome to get to connect with people on such a personal level about 
mutual interests. Um, I think that, you know, and it doesn't even have to be Winks related, you know, um, con from content creation that we just talked about or, you know, creativity as a whole, um, you know, that's been awesome. And I've loved getting to stretch my creative muscles in this way um, that I didn't even, you know, have the opportunity to before starting Winks Forever mm. podcast. Um, and I never, never want to take for granted the opportunity that I have to elevate people's voices um, and to give them oh, a stage yeah. to share their experiences and their stories as well. Um, I think that this fandom is really beautiful and diverse um, and has so many unique stories to tell within it. Um, and I just love being able to get to be the one, you know, to help share those stories and magnify them. Um, and I just love that about podcasting. Yeah, I think it's important to to mm -hmm. to let people tell their story and like being part of the fandom. It's like amplifies this story if if you put it on the podcast. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. that's very nice. I like it. Thank uh, but what about the disadvantages? What do you struggle oh. the most with? Man, um, I think for me, um, like like we said um, with Don's question, um, just towing that line of mm -hmm. obligation versus opportunity. You know, oh, yeah. I don't I don't have to release a podcast a week. Like I get to, you know, and keeping mm -hmm. keeping that mindset straight is really important because podcasting is very demanding. You know, there's a certain like predisposition about podcasts that you know, they have to come out weekly or bi-weekly or, you know, like I didn't, I didn't start weekly. You know, I tried doing it every other week when I, when I first started the podcast and then I decided, you know, to take a break from that. And it was like every three weeks, you know, and, um, but there was a point last year where I wanted to prove to myself that I could produce a podcast weekly, you know? And so, you know, I made that a goal for myself personally to set, um, you know, to see if I could do it. And, and I did it for a while last year, you know, and then I had to take a break and then, you know, but it, it, it became a lot. So taking that break between the rewatch episodes, you know, was necessary, but I'd say long story short, like the schedule and like feeling of like, you know, I have to produce this podcast or else people will forget me. Um, you know, I think what helps me come over that is just remembering like why I started in the first place and, you know, taking necessary breaks when, you know, it's important. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's similar with me actually, because like lately I've been putting a bit less content online yeah. because I, I decided I need a bit of a break and like slow down a bit. And, but still I'm trying to, to put something every week, like yeah. one piece a week or like, every let's say 10 days and i posted today a picture and i got a comment that's of someone saying that oh you've you haven't been here for a while yeah i'm really yeah. I, I really like that you finally added something and i was like but i i posted last <laughs> week like definitely <laughs> last week yeah so oh, i feel gosh. like it is kind of frustrating at yeah, times the demand yeah the and demand. just because like content is yeah. so like instant nowadays like people don't like take into consideration the time that you know we just talked about the breakdown of the time that takes me to produce one episode is like 10 oh yeah hours, you know so it's like and and for you it's like drawing i'm sure it's like you know yeah it's a similar time labor. It's, yeah yeah it's similar time so exactly i feel you <sighs> yeah but yeah yeah it was heavy <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 for sure 
still, I feel mm. like your days are made of perfect. Like I, I'm sure that Aisha <laughs> is helping you somehow, but so you can stretch your hours. Uh, oh you managed gosh. to create the podcast, work full time, run popular social media channels, and also a Discord server now. Like <laughs> that sounds like a lot. What keeps oh. your le- energy levels so high when you are so busy? Oh wow, wow. Well, thank you. First off, yes, it is a lot, Jake. <laughs> I won't it lie is. to you. I won't lie to you. Um, speaking of things that I struggle with a lot, and not to like. I get like super deep or personal, but um, I think it's a really important topic to to me, especially because, um, <laughs> sorry, uh, this year I was uh, diagnosed with high functioning depression and anxiety. Um, so that has been something, you know, that I, that I've struggled with all my life and I didn't know it. And so high functioning depression and anxiety, um, doesn't mean that the depression and anxiety is high functioning. It means that, um, I have lived with those conditions for so long untreated that, uh, my brain has found ways to function at high levels, um, in spite of those disabilities. So, um, it's like, (laughs) it's like living with, a constant annoying sound and then like turning up the music to drown it out so you don't hear it. Um, So something that I've learned about myself this year is that one of those ways that I cope um, with that is being overproductive. Um, So I don't want to glorify like hustle culture or overproductivity in any way. Um, Even like, you know, I appreciate the sentiment. Um, I don't want anyone to look at me and to strive, you know, Mm -hmm. to be like this because it's a symptom, not a lifestyle, (laughs) if that makes sense, you know, but to answer your question, um, really, you know, a lot of things that that I do and that I get to do, um, you know, some of the ones that you that you mentioned, you know, the be it the podcast or starting a new social media project or even down to the discord community. it's all it all pretty much boils down to curiosity Mm. um you know me asking myself huh i wonder if i can make a podcast i wonder if i can write a fan fiction and produce an audiobook for said fan fiction (laughs) i wonder if you know just you know try and then trying it out you know um with no high stakes involved zero pressure and no money involved in it so you know i can actually see if i can do them and if I enjoy them. Um, So for me, it's like a fun way to try new things without the fear of failure, I think. Um, You know, I think that there are so many wonderful creative people in this world. Um, Some of them, you know, I I get the pleasure of knowing personally um, who never create, you know, who never put themselves out there due to their fear of failure. Um, and it's such an, you know, epidemic among creatives. Um, but if failure isn't an option, if you're just trying something to see if you like it or if you can do it, then I think it removes that fear and becomes more about exploring your own creativity. Um, and if other people like it, you know, great. If they don't, great too, because you know, you have spent the time to explore this new creative side of you or to, you know, experience something new that you can learn from if you can or can't, you know, do it. So yeah, like just be curious and see what you can create. That's good. I would also add like enjoy the process. Yes. Yeah. Because like you might not like the final product, Mm -hmm. but the process was still there and 
it gave you something. Yeah, still valuable. Process is yeah. so valuable. That's true. Guys, I hope that you're all charged up now, as right after the short break, we are going to dive into the future in the next part of this episode. Don't go anywhere, because you don't want to miss it. Hey there, I'm the Unicorn of War, and you're listening to the Wings Forever podcast. If you're enjoying this episode of the Wigs Forever podcast, follow the show on your favorite streaming platform so that you're notified when new episodes are released. I hope you are still here because we are. We, as myself and our special guest Lola, are here to spill some tea. Welcome to the third part of the special episode of the Wings Forever podcast, where we celebrate 50 episodes of the show. I still wow. cannot believe it. It feels like yesterday when I listened to the first episode. But enough of the past. We are looking forward now. And you always ask your guests, what are they up to? So let's twist it and talk about your plans for the show. <laughs> we are already past the end of the rewatch episodes. Mm -hmm. And I am sure I'm not the only one wondering, do you plan on repeating the format for other seasons, <laughs> meaning next season of the podcast being rewatch of season two and so on? Oh, my goodness. Um, yes, I, I would love to. I would love to. However, there are a lot of Wings Club seasons, and I'm not trying to do this podcast until I'm 80. <laughs> so... I thought I that would... was the plan. <laughs> I would love to continue the rewatch episodes and to um, at least my my like tentative plan right now is like at least until like mm -hmm. season three ish, um, as that's like you know the final season that the four kids was able to dub. Um, however, I think that you know I'll I'll have to revisit the format of which I do these rewatch episodes um, if I want to continue to make them mm -hmm. more manageable and easy to reproduce over and over. Um, I think one solution that I've come up with to, to help with that is um, doing more live reaction rewatch episodes um, in our Discord community. I think that that would be a really fun way to get our friends engaged on the on, oh, yeah. on the Discord for for Wings Forever podcast, um, and also to showcase different voices from the fandom as well. Um, so we'll we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, I know that eventually we will have to address the Fate Season Two fiasco on the <sighs> podcast, um, and. You know, because since I started the podcast with a, you know, fate season one deep dive, I'm eventually going to have to do a season two deep dive. And I know that um, I've just been procrastinating because I still can't, like, cope with it being canceled. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get well, really sad when I think about it. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Uh, but yeah, so no, eventually we'll, you know, address the, the fate two season. But um yeah, I, I've I've got some thinking to do on on the layout though for for these rewatch episodes to make them more manageable. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of those. I see that you have a lot of ideas, so I'm like, we can rest in peace. That the next season is going to be even better than the one that we are in. Yes. Um What else there is for Lola to be done in? 
podcasting word. Do you have any goals for Wings for the podcast for the nearest future? For the nearest future, um, I think I definitely think that the Wings Forever podcast is entering this new era. Um, I'm not entirely sure what that will look like yet, but I am very excited to see where else the podcast takes me and our in the fandom. I'd like to invest more time into my podcast uh discord community i would love to host virtual events on the discord community um i'm so passionate about community in general and i think that that's a fun way for me to help cultivate you know the winks fandom community um is through the podcast so yeah i think that that's my um my my nearest future endeavors <laughs> that's nice that's nice yeah. uh and now we have the last part of magical surprise questions wow. from your friends okay okay let's start with the first one would you ever be open to running a winx theme panel at any conventions in the future so that was our friend closet chloe cosplay once okay. again nice okay so yes i would totally be open to that i think that that would be so much fun leading a Winx Club, um, a Winx Club panel at a convention. I'm actually um, going to, I think that by the time this episode airs, this will have passed, but um, I'm actually meeting for the first time Closet Chloe Cosplay and um, Mew Usagi, who, um, you know, you all, you all know, Morgan. Um, I'm super excited to meet both of them in person for the first time ever, and it's going to be so much fun. Um, so yes, like it will be my first like big convention. Um, there is like a fan hosted panel for, for Winx Club fans um, at this mm, convention. Interesting. So I'm yeah, so I'm excited to see what that's about. Um, and just kind of, yeah, like, you know, learn about the big con scene and, and kind of see where Winx Forever Podcast can fit into that. It would be so fun. Yeah, I could definitely see you as a host for the for the for the panel, and I would definitely <laughs> come over and take part in the panel for sure that if would you were be hosting. So fun. I would love yeah. that. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, we could also just an idea yeah. create a, like a panel, like panel on the podcast. We could just like absolutely just an idea out there. I'm just putting well, it out there. Well, well, <laughs> I'm not, I can't give away too much, but I want to say be on, on lookout for a special edition episode coming out around the anniversary of the four kids dub of Winx Club. So I'm just mm. saying, I'm just saying be on lookout for that. <laughs> Don't thank you guys. I just <laughs> took yet another piece of information from Lola. <laughs> Okay, we have one more question okay. from a very special fairy from Germany. Ciao, amore. Happy 50th episode of the Wings Forever podcast. Thank you for providing us with your magical content and thank you, Jake, for hosting this special episode. My question for you, Lola, would be what is one of the most memorable things that happened since you started the podcast or even before? And who would be your dream guest on your podcast? Lots of love from Germany to you both and all the fairies who are listening. Segwil to cuore, your Stella. My Stella! I love you, Stella, so much. Thank you for your beautiful voice and heart and question. Wow. 
Yeah, Jeez, thank you, Stella. This is so sweet. Thank you for doing all of this, um, putting all of this together. So the most memorable thing that has happened since I started the podcast, um, for me, goodness, I mean, getting getting to interview Anthony Salerno was a huge like milestone for me. Um, that was that was such a fun, such a fun time, and he was so kind. I think that that's like that that's a memory that I'll hold with me forever. Obviously, the Karen Tackett episode, but one of the things, and Stella will will know this firsthand because she was one of the first people I messaged. <laughs> And she actually thought that something was wrong when I messaged her about this, but there wasn't. It was very right. But um, I had I got an email from the marketing team that is partnering with Rainbow um, to kind of host these uh, influencer campaigns. And they asked if they could send me something. And so I literally cried that day getting that email because, um, you know, being an American Wings fan and being, you know, so, so removed from the special events and things that get to happen in Europe. Um, it's really hard, you know, to think like Winx Club even thinks about me <laughs> and my little fairy podcast show. So so getting that email meant a lot. Um, and I am, you know, very happy to be included in their Winx Club forever campaign. And um, so 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 I think that that will be like forever memorable, like getting the email, like crying about it. And then also... <laughs> messaging messaging Stella about it and crying while I'm messaging her and she thought that there was something wrong <laughs> oh, so, well how yeah. could you not be part of Wings Forever <laughs> project if your podcast is like literally called Wings Forever <laughs> I know I know it's so fun it's so fun I I think that yeah I'm just like very thankful for the opportunity and like it's just so fun I like yeah. everything about it so fun. Okay, so wait, there was a second part of this question. So who who would I like to interview in the future? I I mean, obviously I have a dream guest. Like I, you could probably guess yeah, who, Mr. who my dream guest, Mr. Straffy himself. Listen to him. Listen to yes. this. <laughs> if if you're listening, anyone involved with Mr. Straffy, please send this to him. <laughs> I would yeah. I mean, getting getting to interview him would be a dream, obviously. I, I still, you know, have hopes of Elisa Roselli coming on the show eventually and talking about her contribution to the Winx fandom oh, with her music. Yeah, like, I think that that would be just so magical. Um, uh, and then I would love to get, you know, even more um, voice actors and people involved with the show um, in different capacities on because I think that part of the magic, too, of, like, getting to see how the show was built and how it was put together and especially the dub that i grew up with with it being such a unique version of wings club i think that that's a really fun you know it's really fun to get to like peek behind the scenes of like what that was like to create so um yeah i think that obviously mr straffy is like the number one goal <laughs> but yeah it's um, straffy and then the retirement <laughs> yes yes so, exactly <sighs> so yeah please send mr straffy so Lola can just like you know take a break finally yes. <laughs> yeah yeah I will retire I will retire the moment I the moment I interview Straffy <laughs> okay then don't send him <laughs> turn back turn back <laughs> abort abort <laughs> yeah 
Okay, I have one more question. This time yeah. in written. Still, uh, the second question by uh, Dawn from Almost Magical. Yes. Imagine if the creative direction of Wings Club was up to you. What would your vision be like? Could you give us an idea? Oh my goodness, I have chills thinking about yeah, this. Yeah, Dawn, this what is the best question. <laughs> Thank you very great, much. What a great question. Okay, wow. Um, first, I would make like do an analysis of the brand and where we've been. You know what 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 they've been doing right. What you know, maybe they've had some shortcomings on and go from there. So I think that one of the things that I would like to see as as the creative as a creative director um, would be, you know, way more fan involvement, which like I think that they are starting to kind of realize and 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 do in this new like era of Winx Club. I think that we are seeing more and more of that, which is nice. Um, so definitely more fan engagement. I would find more ways to get the creatives in the fandom involved with the brand. Um, and then from there, I mean, I would just pour into the community as much as I could with the brand because, I mean, from from my perspective, the best chance that Rainbow and Winx Club ever had at cornering the American market was you know, in their first iteration of Winks in America. So like, you know, seasons one through three with four kids, like their integrative marketing plan was amazing. Like they had commercials, they had advertisements in dentist office. They had, yeah. you know, like they, they had so much going for them. And um, I think that, you know, kind of leaning into like that kind of like old school form of, of marketing again, um, I think that that would do really, really well. Um, but then also, yeah, leaning back into like the, the, the community and kind of cultivating that in, in, cause I really think like the miss is like for, <laughs> like, they just keep partnering with like the wrong people and like the people that don't get winks, you know, they, they just want to incorporate winks and just let it be like, you know, something along with all their other stuff and not let it be its own thing. And so just like giving winks the like the the freedom and the like room for it to be its own thing in you know markets that it never got a chance to really be you know i hope that answers your question i i know that those yeah, aren't like yeah. th those are more theoret like theoretic and not like hard-hitting like here's my five-step plan to turn you know around the brand of <laughs> you know i'm not there yet but <laughs> i'm actually very like impressed like impressed and maybe not surprised that you <laughs> took this question into turn of marketing <laughs> yeah instead of just like you know the story and <gasps> the, the things because oh i can come at it from that point <laughs> i, I know you can about that <laughs> I, I know you can but like the fact that you started with the marketing plan yeah it's like says a lot <laughs> thank you like plus if we take the first seasons of Wings, as you said, mm -hmm. like because they were the best marketed. Mm -hmm. There is not much to to like change. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, well, I mean, and coming from okay, so from from just a pure story perspective, like I mean, I, 
end it ended after Secret of Lost Kingdom. The Wink saga, like the Wink's like story, ends at Secret of Lost Kingdom because the arc of Bloom knowing who she is, discovering her parents are alive, and then and then bringing them from Obsidian into you know like that is that's a closed book, you know, like that is literally like you know done the end. And then season four, season five, season six, eight, like those need to be new stories, new stories of new fairies discovering their own powers, discovering their own friendships and stuff. Like there was so much missed opportunity in like Roxy, you know, like oh, her yeah. arc, you know, like absolutely send the fairies to earth to like cultivate this new, you know, like magic on earth, but also, you know, help to bring up this new fairy who basically is bloom you know like you can absolutely you can you know have the like protagonist you know not knowing they're they're the chosen one and then you know like go through that journey to discover what being the chosen one means like that plays every time that is such a like you know <laughs> that's a such a popular yeah. trope that like you could do that over and over just with new fairies new characters new dynamics like do that i want to hear those stories and not just like you know, fabricated drama between, you know, like Helia and Flora for, you know, why, for why, you know, yeah. like, just like, I don't want these like made up shallow storylines. I want the deep plots and character arcs that we got in seasons one through three. And then the first movie, like, give me that. But again, and again, and again, and you, you have a winning strategy every time. Like, yeah, I like, do agree. Yeah, I do agree. We could turn it as into a saga, like the week's yes. saga. <laughs> Yeah. But then again, put the spotlight on other fairy, like there is Myrta. Oh, I transfers. would love the Myrta arc. Yeah, oh. who transfers from Cloud's Tower to Althea mm -hmm. just to become a fairy. Like, <sighs> it could be a, a pretty great season. Just yes. to, like, keep the spotlight on Myrta. And we can, what a we can still have story. We can still have wings, like, in the background, like, part mm -hmm. of the show. But it's like, let's focus on someone else. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think that's that's very wise thing mm -hmm. to to do with the with the with the franchise, especially now. Like we have yet like first, second, third, fourth. It will be the fifth reiteration of Wings. Oh my! With gosh. the season nine, because we have the first Wings, like the mm -hmm. the OG Wings. Then we have the golden era. Then we have the TV movies made by Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon era. Then we have uh, Word of Wings. Netflix era. <laughs> Fate, the Fate the Wings saga. And now we yep. have season nine with complete reboot. Would you consider yeah. season eight also like a soft reboot with the animation change? Uh, yeah. Well, you're right. Yeah, I would do so that. Like yeah, it's sixth, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. Which is <laughs> actually lot. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like super worried that the season nine will not turn out to be a success. And if it doesn't, I actually wouldn't like Rainbow or Miss, Mr. Struffy to be like you know, okay, this was the last chance, and now we are just like yeah. very wings like. Please consider doing like spin-offs mm -hmm. and yeah. like take the characters you already have and that that are built 
and show their story instead mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just like you know repeating and repeating and repeating and changing and changing and I changing know. the no the law <laughs> and so like but 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 at the same at the same time at what point is it too late to do that you know at what point is it too late to go back and have a Myrta arc or have a roxy arc you know what i mean like well, we we've already, still can have it we yeah but like it feels like it feels like the window of opportunity is gone though for me personally like if they were okay. going to do that season four would have been the prime time and then like um yeah like i just feel like that the the i don't know like maybe they maybe they are viewing season nine as like this is our last shot because like maybe like they feel they also feel like that window of opportunity to just pick up from the end of secret of lost kingdom is over you know like i don't know you know i'm not in those decision making rooms but if i was <laughs> well yeah obviously but yeah. then again okay if not murta and roxy we could still create a new group of fairies came to Althea now after mm-hmm. a couple of years that yeah. Wings left and they just like you know come into the same rooms mm-hmm. and they learn magic and learn about Wings they don't have to be like their children or anything right like yeah. just a new group like more modern more up to date with mm-hmm. fashion and everything yeah like just let the kids or teenagers or us actually yeah. enjoy Alfia from a different perspective now. Yeah, I know. That would be nice. Yeah. That would be so great. We just need <sighs> to produce it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I think that because uh, and and this goes back to like a lot of what we've like talked about the fandom, like I think that because you know, Winx Club as like a narrative has taken the road that it has like that is why the fans have had to step up and you know as you said like fill those gaps because because of the potential you know that the story has because of like this like i've heard it explained as like you know they've given us like it's not like you know the best show in the world you know i will hands up say that but it gave us such a fun like sandbox to play in you know like it gave us the the world and that i will be forever grateful for oh yeah same same i think so like i think that the law the the word building it's Mm -hmm. all like it's all inspiring Mm -hmm. so like yeah let's get inspired yeah (laughs) and create something yeah Listening to the Wanks Forever Podcast. Join in on the conversation when you follow at Wanks Forever Podcast on social media. And talking about creating something, I'm thinking about the reunion issue of you know what, mm-hmm. or any other ideas you have can we spill some more potion about that about you know what (laughs) absolutely well 
As you might remember, uh, the last time Jake was on the show, we announced a super special fan project that we want to invite you, the listeners and members of the Winx community, to collaborate on for the 20th anniversary of Winx Club. And we are, you know, making this reunion issue of the Winx Club English Forum magazine. Um, we have you know, now opened applications. So definitely go check those out. Um, we are looking for writers, illustrators, content creators. We want, you know, to hear your memories or stories related to your experience growing up with Winx Club anytime in the past 20 years. Um, we want to hear from you. And, and how you do that is you go check out the submission forum um, in the description below or over on our Instagram page, which is at Winx en forum mag um, to learn more about how you can get involved with that project um, we want it to be the biggest fan project ever in wings club history so please go submit your fan arts go submit your stories go submit your fan fictions like what whatever you create please just just submit it all <laughs> yeah just like throw it at us and yes, we'll just... be very very thankful yeah i think that Absolutely. this project has such a potential like it I'm will excited. be like a book of memories yeah for all those 20 years ah, <sighs> i cannot wait to, to to see it like come into life and i'm yeah. very very like very very happy that people can get involved and yeah. should get involved so right after this episode ends you go there and submit your form Oh, Lola, I'm positive that you are going to surprise us many times. I know you for a while, and I can promise that. Like, <laughs> definitely 100%. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Thank you so much for letting me host this week's special episode, Lola. And once again, happy 50 episodes of Wings Forever podcast. Thanks, Jake. Thank you so much for wanting to host the 50th episode and for just doing such a stellar job. It's been so much fun to fill in your shoes for our day. If you ever need a cover, you know where to find me, of course. Be sure to let us know on social media or the comments below what you thought of this episode and if there is anything you'd like to see in the future episodes. And until next time, thanks for listening to the Wings Forever podcast. for Winks Forever Podcast is the song She Makes Magic by Big Wild. <laughs>